Hey, it's Dolby. Welcome to the first episode of Off Mic, the radio show about radio that would never be on the radio. Before we start, let me explain a little bit about what this show is going to be. For the last 10 years, I've met and worked with some of the most amazing, bizarre, fascinating, intriguing people that live in this country and work in the radio industry. With that in mind, the goal of any radio host is to grow and get their name out, not only to listeners, but to other people in the industry as well. I wanted to sit down and get to know more of my industry peers and get to know more about my industry peers and give them a chance to show off who they really are, how talented they can be, how funny they can be, and how entertaining they really are. So whether you're someone who's just a fan of radio, someone who's just looking for a laugh, or someone who might be looking to hire a fresh voice for your station, subscribe to this podcast because hopefully we'll be able to suit all three every week. To open the Off Mic podcast, I knew that I needed someone who was a dynamite guest, so I went with a woman that I consider to be the best female talent in Western Canada, and I'm not just saying that because I fully expect her to get me a job someday. Let's go to a station ID. Hi, I'm Danae from Virgin Radio, 98.5 Virgin Radio. Calgary, yeah, Calgary. That's the city I'm in. Yeah, there we're we off go. to a, we're off to a great start. <laughs> already. So, how long have you been in radio? Uh, going on nine years already, which is crazy. Can you believe that? It's it's it doesn't feel like it's been that long. Yeah, I I know for a fact it has since we went to radio school together. <laughs> We've known each other a whole decade. That's weird. I know. Very I'm strange. so glad you're still with us. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what's your what's your resume? Where have you worked so far? Uh, well, I started off in Lloydminster CKSA. That's where I started my practicum, and got hired on there. Did a nine month stint there. Could have had Lloyd baby in that time. Could have. If you'd have, if you'd have got it going right at the beginning, you could have left on a high note of having a child in Lloydminster. Could have. On the Sask side, in the low-income housing. That's, that's the way yeah, to do it. Yeah, I lived in low-income housing. It was amazing. Uh, and then from there, I uh, went to work at The Bear in Edmonton and uh, started off doing overnights. I feel like I was like one of the last paid overnight DJs on this planet. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, actually. yeah. Your name's in a book. Yeah, it is. One of those Guinness type. Some kind but of... But it's, it's all like forgotten radio trivia so no one's actually ever read it no one gives a shit uh yeah and i was there for almost five years actually at the bear which is crazy yeah i did uh evenings and weekends is kind of where i ended off there did some morning show fill in there and then that's when i realized uh, i need to do mornings so yeah i took an opportunity in victoria at jack fm moved out there for another brief nine month stint (laughs) Could have had a Victoria baby. Just having babies all over the all <laughs> over the spectrum. Radio babies. <laughs> and then uh, from there, I got uh, my current gig as a morning show co-host at Virgin Radio in Calgary. So what? Before all of your uh, radio babies, yes. what made you want to get into radio to start with? Uh, well, I have an uncle in radio in Saskatoon. He's in sales. So like growing up, he was he used to be on the air. So growing up, I was like, that's so cool. I want to do that. And then in grade nine, I went for take a student to work day with him to the radio station. Oh, okay. Yeah, rather than going to like the dental office my mom worked at or <laughs> on the road with whatever the hell my dad was doing at the time, I went uh, to the radio station. From there, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So all through high school, I knew I don't need to take any math. Right. I need to get the amount of math that I need to graduate. I'm not going to take physics shit. I'm not going to do anything like that. And uh, yeah, I knew, like I like knew I wanted to go to Nate in Edmonton yeah. from like grade 11. And, yeah. So and then it was just a matter of not getting pregnant before then. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> not getting through high school without having a high school baby. Find a way to not ruin your life so that you can go to radio school. <laughs> so much baby chat. <laughs> so do you have at this point in your career, or have you ever had like a dream gig like? Like, if you could have any shift, any station, anywhere, what would your dream job be? 
honestly, without knowing it before I started, like now I realize I'm doing I'm doing my dream job. I absolutely love it. I have no desire to leave Alberta anyway. Right. I mean, I think if I, there was one place I was to move, it would be back to Edmonton kind of thing. But okay. I love Calgary. I never got into radio thinking that I wanted to work for a top 40 station. Right. I was like, well, the five years at the Bear. Yeah. I was like, Pfft. Yeah, right. Rock's the thing. Yeah, I wanted to be a rock DJ. Um, but, no, it's there's something interesting about the CHR audience. I thought they'd hate me. I thought that <laughs> women, there's no way that women would want to listen to me because it's women. Right? Yeah, yeah. We hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> Makes so, it awkward sometimes. I was horrified that I was, I didn't think I was going to be able to pull it off. It was never on the radar, but uh, when Chad kind of contacted me for the gig, I was like, well, my main thing was that I wanted to get off that freaking island. Yeah. And I wanted to be closer to my family in Saskatchewan. It's, it's gorgeous. I lived on that island. It's yeah. gorgeous it's out there. Part. And you are you are trapped. Like, mm-hmm. it's a horror movie waiting to happen. Well, seriously, growing up in Saskatchewan, where you can drive forever in yeah. any direction, and then going to this rock where, I think there's, like, the first two weeks that I lived there, there was like a crazy windstorm and all the ferries and planes were shut down. And I was like, I could not get off this island if I wanted to yeah. right now. And, and when you to. can get off, you actually yeah. you have to pay a fee. Exactly. You have to pay by their schedule. You have to pay yeah. to leave. Otherwise you, you have to stay yeah. there forever. Did you want me to um to take this section and just like cut it and send it directly to your boss? <laughs> <laughs> or like, did you want to give me a less kiss-ass answer? No, I'm serious. I'm okay. doing. I'm doing. I'm just making sure. I mean, eventually, I think I'd like to get back into rock radio. Yeah. Eventually. See, see where it is. As my voice continues to get deteriorate. To fall apart. From, you know, <laughs> from cigarettes the party. and whiskey. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the natural progression, right? We'll all we'll all go to and work at a bunch of different stations until we're too old to be anywhere but classic rock, and exactly. we'll just be like, "This is what I wanted all along. Exactly. This is where I belong now." <laughs> but no, I have two incredible co-hosts right now and we're having the best time ever Mark and Fuzzy are incredible and we just have fun every day and it's it's happiness so I have I feel like I'm doing my dream job right now well, which I'm, is cool I'm, I'm glad you're living the radio equivalent of a Disney movie but <laughs> was was there any uh, was there ever any point where you were you were like this close just being like this is bullshit and leaving the industry radio yeah no because no? I, I have no other skills <laughs> whatsoever I don't know what I would do I don't know what's out there for I, me my backup plan is just moving back to Loon Lake, Saskatchewan and working at the diner. (laughs) That's it. The map of the Loon Saloon. What is the... Because I've... It's it's no secret to anybody that at least when you're starting out, there's no money to be made whatsoever. Yeah. What is the most broke ass thing you've had to do in your time in radio? Well, we lived in low income housing. Okay. In our first, <laughs> in our first, the nine month Lloyd baby yeah, segment, Saskatchewan side, we lived in low income housing. Rent was five hundred bucks a month. There's four of us living in there. Wow. So it's 125 bucks each. That's solid. So that was awesome. But another thing was we would go out to the bar. We could go. We could afford to go have that drink at the bar. Right. But we couldn't afford toilet paper at home. Oh. So we'd go into the bathrooms and I'd roll toilet paper. Oh no. I'd like yeah, wrap it around my hand forever. So I got like a pretty pretty close to a solid a roll. Good, a good wad. Yeah, a good wad of it. And I put it in my purse. <laughs> so you would go. You would go spend your money on liquor. <laughs> on liquor. Well, but that, I mean that makes sense, right? Because you can steal toilet paper from the bar, but you can't steal liquor from That's the grocery the store. So, exactly. You know, it's not like you go in there and. buy buy a 12-pack of yeah. toilet paper and just like, oh, and while I'm here, I'm just going to dump some tequila in my purse. <laughs> no, you can't do that. I'm going to take, take that home with me. 
what's it like? You mentioned that you have uh, an, an uncle that works in sales in Saskatoon. You also have a brother that works on the morning show at the Bear in yeah. Edmonton now. What's it like having uh, that much family that's also working in the industry? Uh, it's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I would be lying if I'd said there wasn't a little bit of competition. I would hope so. Um, yeah, especially with like my brother and I working at the same station for so long right. too, right? Because that was about that was about three years, I think, yeah. of me working at the Bear that he worked that Ryan worked there as well. So in those times, it was kind of like you know, and he made advancements, which incredible, deserved it. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I wasn't moving up, and that's why I ultimately had to leave. Right. So I mean, there's a little bit of. I don't. I don't even want to call it resentment because you can't resent somebody that deserves everything. You can't be mad at like right? I, I can't believe that you really like busted your ass and yeah, earned that exactly. promotion. You, you dick. deserve to be there, but I hate you. <laughs> how, no. how dare you do well for yourself? <laughs> exactly. Sick no, and tired of your hard work paying off. It's it's nice now because we both know exactly what the other person is going through with the crazy right. hours yeah. and you know I guess being judged on a. 24-hour basis, right? I mean, yeah. we are. Yeah, it's right? nice to have so, somebody that you're that close to that yeah. knows exactly what you're going yeah, through. Yeah, it's awesome. It is good. And we can, I don't know, bounce bits back and forth. We try. We don't talk about radio too, too much because there are other family members that don't give a shit. <laughs> 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 but as with radio people, you know, you do. It comes right? up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we've talked a lot about, like, the downside, being broke and uh, (laughs) bitching about listeners and all these other things. What's the coolest thing that you've gotten to do because of being in radio? Oh, jeez. Well, one of my first, like, really cool things when I was working at the Bear, I got the opportunity to take a limo from Edmonton to Calgary with a bunch of listeners to go see the Tragically Hip. Wow. And that was like, oh my gosh, I'm a rock star. This is the best thing ever. They're one of my favorite bands, too. So that was wicked. Um, I don't know. Most recently, um, with the Virgin Morning Show, we've been doing Mark versus Fuzzy. Right. Which is a promotion that Mark and Fuzzy do these crazy things, but of course I'm right there along with them the entire time to kind of capture the entire thing. Front row seats. Yeah, exactly. Um, So just this week, we got to go to the airport. And go see the behind the scenes of WestJet. Oh, and everything. And that, for some reason, I was totally geeked about that. Fascinating. It was yeah. amazing. We were like out on the tarmac, bringing planes in and shit. Yeah. And, like way too many lives depended on us at that moment, <laughs> which is horrifying, really, that they let us do that. You but. think about what minimal training we already have. Yeah, and exactly. now it's like, all right, I'm just gonna guide this jet full of human lives <laughs> yeah, to the ground, and, and hopefully we can shake hands when hopefully they walk off the plane. Nobody dies. Uh, That's nine, the goal every one, day, though, right? <laughs> Nobody dies. Hopefully nobody dies. <laughs> I feel like we're in a, in a in a career path though, where we we have a high success rate with that goal. It's not too often that someone's like listening to your show. I, you know, and I always I always think about this when someone's listening to your show. Like in the car is like the number one place I would say that people probably hear you when you're in the radio. Yeah. And and I've always pictured like I say some stupid shit on the radio. Yeah. And I can just picture somebody driving. Oh my Never gosh. mind texting and driving, but just like being angry and yelling. And at driving me. off a cliff and then. <laughs> They're flame and bursting into the cars bursting into flames. Well, we're in Lloyd Minster. There's no cliff. It would oh. be like driving down a slow incline. Driving like, into uh, another truck. Hitting a yeah. border marker yeah. or something. <laughs> and they're just like, God damn it! I can't believe he said that. You know what though? Talking about like people's lives depending on us and stuff. That remind me of another story. I actually saved somebody's life. What? Which is fucked. Yeah, um, that's a, probably a solid description. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know it at the time, but uh, but a year ago, because I play with in a band with my brother. I come right. and play with him once in a while, and there was this 
couple there, and the woman came up to me, and she's like, are you Danae? I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, you don't know this, but you saved my husband's life. What? And I was like, what? And I guess he was suicidal. And he called me just to request his last song that he wanted to hear. Oh, my God. This is a legit story, and it's so, like, it's so from the movies. I know, right? Yeah. He called to request a song, and I'm sitting in the studio. It's probably 11 o'clock at night. I'm bored as shit. You were just ready so to go. So I just talked to him. Right. I, I, I get into, like, half-an-hour conversations with people at some, at some points. And I guess I talked to him for, like, 20 minutes, and he said that that made him realize that there were nice people in the world and he didn't kill himself. Wow. Is that insane? That's, that's And then he met his wife and they got married a couple years after that and, and everything. Life and life went on from there. Yeah, and I guess so that was really cool. It's like I obviously it was like almost bawling when yeah. she told me that. Oh, so I went of course. and talked to him and stuff and yeah. yeah, so that's crazy. You don't realize the impact. I mean, this is shocking, but people in radio are self absorbed. Yeah. So we don't realize that you know we impact other people sometimes, right? and then and then you followed it up by not killing all those people on the plane. <laughs> exactly. You I am a saint. A medal of Seven some medals, sort. please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were saying like uh, Mark versus Fuzzy is something that stands out to you. What is the most memorable like stunt or or collar or promotion? Just the most memorable thing that you've gotten to do, like just weird <sighs> stuff. That you uh, can't forget, even if you wanted well, to. Well, the really tough contest with the Paul Brown show, witnessing from the bear, that yeah. stuff from the bear, um, the small penis competition oh. that I watched. My dad was in town, yeah. So I stood next to my dad and stared at a bunch of tiny dicks all night. Well, just while well, guys got their their jump <laughs> measure. Yeah, exactly. That's weird. Yeah, that's so that uh, that thing stands out in my mind for sure. I couldn't imagine doing that with your parents you know what I mean <laughs> like I was, I was also there we worked at the same station at the mm-hmm. time and I remember being at that place uh, and watching it and thinking this is a weird thing that we're doing this is very strange that we are measuring men's genitals in a bar and but my mom wasn't standing next to me you know what I mean <laughs> exactly. like that would have really I think put it over the edge I probably would have just had to go home that contest like made me realize what people are willing to do every single mission that we come up with okay we're gonna get a dude to give his dad a prostate exam nope there's no way there's no way anybody's gonna do that and somebody would come out of the woodwork yeah. and volunteer for that make up with your sisters Saskatchewan make out which oh, I hated the name for that that's fair um, but a brother and sister made out yeah. and and, like, huh, messed up. So there was that. Um, yeah, the, all, all of those weird things. Also, like, another weird thing from Ring of the Bear, I had to broadcast from strip clubs all the time. Oh, that's, yeah. So I'd be, like, five <laughs> meters away from Spread Eagle Sally yeah. on the stage trying to broadcast. And another thing with my dad, which is horrible to talk about him in the same sentence as that, but I was on location at a strip club, and he called me. Oh. He was in town, he was listening. That's weird. And he gave me shit because I didn't sound excited enough. <laughs> Like, you did not air check me, Dad. Dad air checking your strip I'm club. sorry that I'm not pumped <laughs> to be here. <laughs> I would love to just have that little bit more energy, but at the same time, I'm kind of disgusted <laughs> exactly. with my life right now. I'm reevaluating yeah. some things, Dad. Sad times. <laughs> Uh, you do mornings. You've been doing mornings for years uh, in Calgary and in Victoria. And, I mean, knowing you for as long as I have, I know that you've always been very down on those those morning show girls. And we don't need to name names, but those morning show girls that are just like, they read the traffic, they do the weather, and they giggle at the guys. And, yeah. and no, I, I don't think anybody really likes that girl. But what do you, yeah. have you done to try and avoid falling into that stereotype? 
I hope I'm not in that stereotype. I could be completely blind and think that I'm that not that. There's and somebody then, listening right now. Yeah, like, be like, that's all are she you does. kidding me? That's all that fucking. She can't stop <laughs> laughing and that snort. <laughs> Jesus, get a better laugh. No, I don't know the answer to that. I try to be myself, which isn't really that gay little girl. Right. I and another thing that I because I get asked that all the time when we go and speak at Sate and stuff like that. Like, how do you not become just that like morning stereotype. yeah stereotype and it's just like be as informed as possible right you know like I'm constantly constantly reading mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not smart by any means but I know a lot of shit about random stuff just and that bizarre trivia. yeah exactly so I think you know and another thing that we like to practice is is kind of like the yes and practice like if you have something to say make sure that it furthers the conversation right right so so I try to remember that. Don't just say things because, like, I can my brain and now yeah, it's out of my mouth. Right? Like, yeah. Make sure that there's a reason to say it. Um, yeah, I hope that's an okay answer for that. I'll take know. it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, besides um, being yourself and being informed, if you had to, like, if anybody is listening right now who's thinking about going to a Nate or a Sate or a whatever to get into radio, what would your advice be? Say yes to everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely everything. I mean, if you're get if you're at the point where you're like out of school and you're a practicum student and you're there, don't expect everything to be handed to you, and and expect to work long, crazy hours. Yeah. You know, like that's kind of been something that's come up in the last little while that these interns are being expected to to work crazy stuff, and and that's we all did it. You yeah. know, and you say yes to everything. My very first when I was a practicum student in Lloydminster, the SPCA's van got vandalized. So my PD volunteered me to be their shuttle person and take dogs and cats to and from the the vet and everything. Okay. And my very first run, I picked up a dog and a cat, and I took it to the vet, and then they're like, okay, come back in a couple hours, we'll pick it up. And when I picked up the animals, in the kennels where the animals were, were garbage bags. Like, they put the animals down. Oh my god. I drove them to their death, and you know how much I love animals. But did I run back to the station and cry to my program director like I wanted to? No. She found out and she kiboshed the entire thing. Thank God. I didn't have to do that for months or anything like that. But, you know, that's just one of those examples. Like, don't bitch. Name the dog murderer. Yes. Isn't that awful? That's a great bitch. I still almost cry when I think about that. That's fair. That's a bizarre thing to get someone to do. And I don't want to speak on behalf of my brother again, but like Ryan is a perfect example. He started he started at the Bear before he was even done school. Yeah. And has not worked anywhere else for a reason. And he's on a morning show because he worked his balls off. And when he's exhausted, and someone says, "Hey, can you drop these tickets off at a client downtown to a concert that you're not even allowed to go to?" He did it with a smile on his face. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, don't don't just expect everything to be handed to you and go to a small market to start. Yeah, that's I, I, I can vouch for that one because yeah. I did the whole, like, I'm going to stay in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. I worked in Edmonton Waited for out. five years out of school, and it was yeah. good because I got to, like, I got to pick the brains of people who yeah. are, are the best at what they do. But at the same time, I also got to hang stickers and banner for five years yeah. before I ever got on air. And, and it, I still had to move to a small town to yeah. do it. Yeah, and I mean, it worked out for you because you've yeah. got a great gig right now. But there's so many people that do that. And at the end of those five years, say, fuck radio, I hate yeah. it. Because they didn't take life into their own hands and yeah. do something about it. Same with me. I sat, you know, doing the same gig evenings and weekends for five years and would sit there and be, why aren't I getting anything? Why, why am I not advancing? And, 
you know, there wasn't room for me to advance, so I had to get the fuck out. Yeah. And it was hard, and I didn't want to leave the bear, and it was sad, and I hated living in Victoria because it was so far away. Yeah. But I was back in a matter of a Victoria baby. Yeah. <laughs> in that in that nine month span, exactly. how things can change. I was back in Alberta, and I'm loving it, and it's awesome. I love Calgary, so. Uh, since this is basically a radio show about radio people and radio things, is there anybody that you know of that's like coming up in radio right now that you enjoy listening to? Oh, jeez. You know who I love? And this is like, it's, I guess, kind of a promo for our station, but TJ, our weekend guy, okay. our, our late night and weekend guy that's uh, on Virgin Radio, is an absolute riot. That kid has major promise. And he just says the most random things ever. Like, he starts every break off with, like, a different, like, salutation. Like, hi, darling. You know? It's like, I don't, I've never heard anybody do that. Like, different things like that. And I don't know. He's he's brilliant. He's he got stands a, up. He's got a bright future ahead of him, I think. So. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for being the, not only on the show, but the yeah. first guest of the show. <sighs> Nerve-wracking. If I'm this, so scared. If this doesn't take off, it's yeah. pretty much your fault. <laughs> That's, oh, that's what geez. it comes down to. I, it's that, obviously Drew. not me. I wasn't I, nervous enough about that. I'm really good at this, but if this doesn't work, <laughs> Thanks, I'm not putting that on you. <laughs> thank you to Danae for coming on the Off Mic Podcast, and thank you guys for listening. If you want to get to know more about Danae, check out calgary.virginradio.ca or follow her on Twitter, at Danae Meyer, M-A-I-E-R. As for me, my name is Dalby. You can find me on Twitter at Dalby, D-A-L-B-Y. And if you want to be on this show or ask questions about this show, you can email offmicpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be back next week with another talented radio DJ who's ready to go off mic. But first, I ask all of my guests to give us a song they're digging at the time. This week, Danae picked a tune that's on Virgin's Top 20 right now. It's Lord and Royals on the Off Mic Spin of the Week. Thanks for listening. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies and I'm not proud of my address in a torn up town no postcode envy but every song's like gold teeth grey goose dripping in the bathroom bloodstains ball gowns trash in the hotel room we don't care we're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals, royals. It's a one in our blood That kind of looks just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler, ruler.
love affair And we'll never be royals It's a one in our blood That kind of luck's just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler